Welcome to the YPJ The Maverick Podcast. This is a spiritual-based podcast that focuses on building a community of believers through biblical applications and Bible studies. Here on The Maverick Podcast, we will discuss various Bible topics that will encourage you, challenge you, and uplift you. We will also talk through cultural impact and events, sports analyzations, movie reviews and reactions, and also select premium TV shows. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. Welcome again to the YPJ, the Maverick Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. We have a very, very interesting topic today I want to really get into and talk about with you guys. But first, guys, if you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Please give me a like. Give me a heart. Leave me a comment. I want to know what you guys think. All right, guys. But let's jump into this lesson. So today, guys, I have a very, very interesting topic interesting subject i want to talk to you guys about and the title of it is entitled intent versus impact intent versus impact all right so what is when i say intent versus impact what am i trying to say okay now my initial thoughts are when a person is they have good intentions to do something or to accomplish or achieve a particular goal However, on that path to that goal they're trying to achieve, there are times that we have good intentions trying to achieve a goal, but it can cause more damage than good, whether to ourselves or maybe to our environment, right? So sometimes, basically, there's a saying that says the the path of hell is paved with good intentions. A lot of times we have good intentions to do a particular thing, to say a particular thing, um, but sometimes they don't work out the best way we would hope them to be. And today we're going to just take a look into why is that? Why sometimes when we have good intentions to do things, either we don't follow through with it or there's a negative result base that we receive from it, right? Okay, so one of the first things, so when, when I was thinking about this particular idea, this particular subject, um, one of the things that brought back to my mind was a story, something that happened to me when I was six years old, okay? So now if you're a kid growing up in the 90s, you would know that pretty much you spent a pretty decent amount of your time outside. Like it wasn't nothing to be outside from 10 o'clock in the morning to six or seven o'clock at night. You know, we spent most of the time outside. But yes, at the age of six, we were outside that long. But and you, you would get into different things. You you would do you would do different things playing outside. And as a kid in the backyard, I would play with ants. I would play with bugs. I would play in dirt. I would play with the leaves. I mean, anything and everything I was getting into. Well, on this particular day, there was a bird. Okay, there was a bird nest that was in a tree, and this bird fell out the tree, fell out the bird, bird fell out the bird nest, and I noticed it on the ground. So, <laughs> I'm six years old. I want to save this bird. I want to get this bird back into its tree. So I go get my baseball glove. I go grab one of my dad's big working gloves, and I go and I try to get this bird right. However. I know when I'm trying to pick up the bird, the bird is not allowing me to pick it up. Not only is it not allowing me to pick it up, but the bird is actually running away from me. The bird is actually afraid of me. 
I know, right? Interesting. And as I'm trying to pick up the bird, the bird is moving farther and farther away from me. And little did the bird know, it's as it was trying to get away from me, it was about to go to the other side of the gate. And true enough, it did. As the bird was moving, it went underneath the gate. But the bird didn't know. The bird didn't know that there was a dog on the other side of the gate. And that dog got a hold of that baby bird. And just use your imagination to see what happens next. And as a child, that really, really, that really, really kind of messed me up in a way. Because here it was, I was trying to do a good thing. I had good intentions. I wanted to help the bird get back into his tree. But to be honest, that bird would have been better off if I would have left it alone. That bird would have been better off if I had found something else to do that day. Has anybody ever been in that situation? Has anybody ever been in that situation to where you tried your best to make something work? You tried your best. You had good intentions. You meant well. Your heart meant well. But despite those good intentions, you were still left with devastating results. Today, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about why sometimes we may find ourselves in that situation. And so today's topic is entitled Intent versus Impact. Intent versus Impact. So basically, in a nutshell, you can have good intentions, but still cause heartbreak. You can have good intentions, but still cause confusion. You can have good intentions, but still end up losing your money. You can have good intentions, but still be left with consequences that leaves leaves you with negative results or negative impact. For example, you may have said something wrong. Everyone is human. We've all made mistakes. We've all said things that we were not necessarily proud of or we spoke out of turn. And we may have meant well, but however, what we said was not reciprocated well. And as a result, our words were taken out of context. We've all been in that situation. Perhaps you may have truly meant well in your decision-making and some of the choices that you've been making with your life. Perhaps you were looking to purchase a car or change jobs, but you really, really had good intentions to do whatever it is you were going to do. However, you realize that you end up causing more harm than good. And last, maybe you had good intentions to where those decisions in those circumstances may have left results where you end up impacting or damaging someone or even yourself. But why is that? Today in our story, we're going to talk about it a little bit. In today's Bible story, we're coming out of the book of Samuel. Samuel chapter number 2, chapter 6, 2 Samuel chapter number 6. We're going to start at verse number 3. Alright? And the Bible says, They mounted the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from Abadab home. And Abadab's sons, Uzziah and Aho, were driving the new cart. Alright, so before we get into this, I want to kind of speak to what was the ark. What was the ark of God, okay? So the ark of God, without really, really going, getting too lost into that, the ark of God was in the book, that was the place where the holies of holies, that was the place where the spirit of God rested on the inside. 
right? And the Spirit of God was on the inside of the ark. It was the symbol of the community. Moses, when, when Moses brought the tablets down, that was a big part of the Jewish community. And God gave specific instructions, specific rules to the ark. He gave instructions to how the ark should look, what, should, what it should look like, how it should be built, down to the, but down to the degree. But also he gave instructions on who was able to handle the ark and even how it was supposed to be moved from one place to another. Okay, the ark was only supposed to be touched. Well, no, the ark was never supposed to be touched by human hands. But only Levites were able to move the ark. And even then, they were not able to touch the ark. Now think about that. Only Levites were able to move the ark, to transport it from one place to another. And there was still a system in which they had to do that. But already in our text here, we see that David has a sta- David and his men they placed the car- they placed the ark of God on a new cart. So David and his men are moving the cart. They're not only moving the ark of God with the wrong people, but they've already placed the ark the ark of God and on top of the wrong thing. They placed the ark of God on a new cart in a way, to, in, a, in an attempt to move it out of the city. Sometimes we try to move into seasons, into new things without following through with God's last season's directions. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we try to move into a new season or we try to move into new things, whether that's relationships, whether that's jobs, whether that's, um, maybe that's, maybe that's a kingdom assignment. You know, we try, we move into new things without really following through with God's last directions. And that's what I see here. Let's go to verse number four. As they left Ebedad's house and Gidhat, accompanied by, they accompanied, accompanied by the Ark of God, Aho was walking ahead of the Ark. David and the entire assembly of Israel were dancing in the presence of the Lord with all their strength. Think about it. Now, here they're celebrating because David had, we'll see if you read a couple of chapters, but we a couple of chapters before, David was just established as king. And he was just established as king. And he went on a conquest. He went out, he conquered the Jebusites. He went and took back the city, the, the, um, the city of Jerusalem. Named it, and he went and he fought the Philistines. He went and he conquered all these different lands who had issues with Israel. And the last thing that he set off to do was to bring the symbol of Israel back to the city of David, which was the Ark of God. But we've already seen that he moved the Ark. First, he had the wrong people touching the Ark, handling the Ark, and he put and they moved it in, a, in Rome. So he David had good intentions. Uzziah had good intentions. But this is one thing that we come up with with this. Good intentions must always be followed by consistency in actions. Yes, good intentions must always be followed by consistency in actions. Intent without consistency is negligence. And when you neglect something, you fail to properly take care of something. When you neglect something, you fail to properly take care of something. 
And basically, anytime you've ever seen a person, you've ever heard about any type of accident or some type of issue or something, maybe there was an accident in a car, maybe there was something that happened on the job, there, there, there's always negligence that precedes some type of injury, damages, or some type of catastrophic event. There's, you, you will always be able to find negligence. But here, what I'm saying is, is when you, good intentions is not enough. It's not good enough just to have good intentions. You have to follow that with consistency. Because if you don't have any consistency behind that intent, that behind that intent, you begin to walk into neglect. Intent without consistency is neglect. Intent without consistency is negligence. James chapter number two. One of my, that's one of my favorite scriptures. It talks about faith and it talks about faith without works is dead. It speaks about faith without works is dead. And the Bible talks about how without faith is impossible to please God. But at the same time, you only need it as the size of a mustard seed. It's like this. You, it's, it's almost like getting in the car, right? You're getting in the car. You're expecting it to go, but you have no gas, no keys. You're getting in the car. You have access to a car, so you get inside of it. But you're expecting to move. You're expecting it to go and take you where you need to go. But first off, you don't have any keys to crank up the car, nor does the car have any gas. That's what happens when you have good intent without consistency. Okay? But let's keep on going. All right, we're in verse number six. When they arrived to Nacon's, the threshing floor, Uzziah reached out and grabbed the ark of God because the oxen had stumbled. Now, early on, I talked about how they, they were traveling on a hill and they placed it on a new cart, on a new cart, right? And here we see the result of that. Now, Uzziah reaches out to grab the ark right because it trips and it stumbles but let's see what happens verse number seven and then the anger of god blazed against uzziah and god struck him down right there because of his failure and he died right beside the ark of god wow think about that in the middle of celebration god struck down uzziah because of his disobedience in the middle of David's celebration, God struck down Uzziah. Now Uzziah had good intentions. He had good intentions. All Uzziah was, all he was attempting to do, he was trying to catch the ark. He didn't have bad motives. His motivation was actually good. His intentions was actually good. But it goes back to a couple of things. Number one, you have to watch how you're carrying the presence of God. You have to watch how you're carrying the presence of God. The Bible speaks about how our bodies are the temples of the Holy Ghost. And we are now that new ark, right? And here it is. You have people every day that are mishandling themselves. They're mishandling themselves by abusing their bodies, whether that's sexual activity or drinking or smoking. Mishandling the ark of God. Right, And also, like I said, Uzziah didn't do anything. He had good intentions and he meant well. But here it is. The basic concept is this. 
God just doesn't want your intent. God wants your obedience. And that was the issue. That was the problem. It wasn't, it wasn't David's, David, David had good intentions to bring the ark back to the city, to Jerusalem. That was a good hearted intent, but he stepped out of line because he wasn't being obedient. Uzziah had good intentions to catch the ark before it stumbled, to not let the ark of God hit the ground. But he was in disobedience because he was never supposed to touch it in the first place. A lot of times we find ourselves in situations and circumstances. We find ourselves in problems that our intentions may have put us there. But I would like to pose a question. Did you consult God before you decided to do it? Because like I said earlier, intentions without consistency is simply negligence. And that's why the Bible speaks about how we should trust God with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding. But in all thy ways acknowledge him. Because here it is, when I acknowledge God, I move myself completely out of the way. When I acknowledge God, it's not even about my intent. It's not about my good intentions. It's not about my bad intentions. I'm making it all about him. I'm trusting him to lead and guide me with every fabric of my life. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that word. I hope this, I hope that encouraged you. I hope that was something that gave you some type of positive, something you can build off of. All right? All right, so guys, again, thank you again for joining me on this second episode of YPJ The Mavericks Podcast. Remember, like, share, subscribe, leave me a comment, tell me what you think. I want to hear what you think. There's there's also several things on my channel. Um, there's going to be some sports dropping on one football season when we get closer to football season. And I also have some movie reviews on there, okay? Check it out. Let me know what you think about it. All right, guys, I'm, I'm about to get out of here. But I want you to know that I love you and Jesus loves you too. You be blessed. Maverick out.